0: Time is 4.04 London time. This is Tomiwa and welcome to another episode of the Wealthy Woman podcast. Today we have Tomi Sin from a social media marketing agency, 26 Digital. We're here with her. We've been super excited about this. Basically, we've been waiting for this for a while because obviously I'm a bit biased to the topic. I love this topic, you know, live this topic. And so it's been, you know, and I've, I've followed Tomisin for such a long time, seen you be so consistent, so excellent. And I've seen just your account blow up. <laughs> so lots <laughs> to learn um, from Thomason. So, okay, I'm going to hand over to you to tell us a bit about yourself and how you ended up in this field.
1: Hi, Tomiwa. Thank you for having me. I am so glad to be here. Like you mentioned, my name is Tomisi, and um, I own 26Digital, which is a full-service social media marketing agency. I have been in this field for about 10 years, wait, 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 about nine years, actually. It's going to be 10 next year and um it's been a journey i've been on social since the days of you know instagram with the Valencia filter up until now that is an app with so many other things um i kind of uh stumbled into social media marketing right every time i tell this story i feel like people will be like how <laughs> how unintelligent are you but i i think that's um one of the ways that uh destiny, like how God works from like the stupid seemingly stupid and mundane things. Um Absolutely. there was a lady in my church who, you know, when I, I was done with youth service in Nigeria, um, because that was where I was before I moved here, um, to the US, and she always had three phones. And you know, there was a day I just felt the need to walk up to her. And this was in like twenty fourteen, twenty thirteen, those periods where you know you couldn't log in with different accounts and stuff so i always wondered why this lady had more than one phone sometimes she had four sometimes she had five and it, it literally made no sense to me so I, well, I walked up and i'm like oh hi i just wanted to find out why do you always have so many phones and she's like oh yeah i'm a social media manager and i manage social for like different accounts and i'm like oh you can get paid to do that, and it just—I just, just felt like you know what—I would be really good at this. <laughs> I'd wow. be really good at this, and I want—I'm telling you—and I want, you, and I want um, more than one phone, you know. And that's how that's—that's how that oh, started. Wow. I went to yes, yes. I went to advertising school. Um I studied ad direction and digital marketing, and so honestly, the rest is history.
0: Oh wow, amazing! You know, it's so interesting that you see you've been in this field for you know so many years obviously coming up to yeah. 10 years now and I think there's so much to be said around <laughs> sometimes we True. think you know that quote it takes um, it takes. I think they said it takes it takes a hundred years to become an overnight success or it takes mm-hmm. 30 years to become <laughs> because, I think mean, I followed you recently not recently I mean I've been yeah. following you for like a year but I've been thinking yeah. she's so good at this like this is I mean yeah. and I just thought okay she just started this and within 12 months look at everything she blew <laughs> up like it's so easy but obviously you've been perfecting the craft you just said you know you went to uh-huh. school for it you studied yeah. Um. obviously after that chance meeting and there's nothing like chances when you walk with God because you know everything is mm-hmm. God ordained right Um. Mm-hmm. but yes yeah, so 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 such a such a such a nice story that one you went and then you just kind of fell into it. But two, the fact that you've been doing this for, you know, you've been, you're an OG in the field. OG.
1: (laughs) OG, (laughs) Absolutely.
0: you're, You're an OG in the field. Fantastic. So this episode was really, you know, the reason we decided to run this episode was because, a lot of the women who follow are business owners, um, who listen yeah. are business owners and some of them are actually just looking to start their own business. So for the first time they want mm. to launch and all of that. So some are already experienced business owners. First question I wanted to ask was around building a brand online. Now mm. I often get this question. I want to build my brand and my business, but I don't like social mm. media. What is your okay. answer to that?
1: <laughs> to that statement <laughs> You know every time I get this question, I try not to be biased. I try to yeah. um you know think about it from the angle of a consumer, and I don't believe that a lot of uh product based businesses or consumer focused brands can survive without social. That's not to say yeah. that we've not seen brands that started with social and then they took a step back and explored mm-hmm. other uh, marketing channels and options right but Social media is so important. I found my maternity photographer on social media. Every time I go to Mm -hmm. breakfast, lunch, brunch, dinner, I always research the restaurants, you know, so it's, I have I have made too many purchases, you know, off social media. Yep. I just finished <laughs> no no no. I just finished a no spend September because Instagram <laughs> ads were targeting me, <laughs> you know. So I was I was legit like putting money in the pocket of businesses because they did the right thing on social. So social. you know you have to ve- definitely um have a social media presence to build a brand. It's um non negotiable. And I completely yeah. understand where people are coming from with, you know, I don't like social, I don't really want to do this. And that's where um, outsourcing comes in and getting help. Getting help doesn't doesn't always look like hiring an agency because sometimes when you're just starting, you're bootstrapping and you can't afford it, which is very okay, right? I I completely understand that that happens, um, you know, as you're building your business. But explore things like um, consistent consultations, Explore things like mentorships, and explore things like getting templates, getting people to set you up for success, getting one-off strategies before you begin. Because the what you don't want to do is just create a social media account and get on social media because they say that that's how you make money. You have to know what you're doing. You have to be certain about the steps you're taking to get the results that you desire. So, um, back to the question before I go off, because I always go off when I'm talking about this. <laughs> no, very useful,
0: very useful, by the way. You've dropped some yeah. points that even I'm like, yup, yep, yep,
1: yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. It is very important to build a brand for any online business owner. But um, I also want to mention that if you are building a personal brand, if you want to build um, a business, but you're also open to building a personal brand, I always, always suggest that you build your personal brand first because that's what's going to make your business thrive. For example, think of someone like um, Khloe Kardashian, even Kim, yeah. right? If, what am I saying? Rihanna, she built her mm-hmm. brand first before building a yes. business. So people will first buy into you as a person before they buy whatever product or service you're selling. And that's something even I realized a little late while Mm -hmm. building my agency. And if you notice, I feel like me while you were following me at that moment when I changed my handle from Twenksit itself to my name. Because I felt like a lot of people were on that page for me. But when it was concerning agency business to get clients and whatever, I wanted that to pivot to... um, an actual page for the agency. So, you know, when you build your personal brand, it would be easier to get people to buy whatever product or service, you know, you eventually decide to sell. So, I mean, it's social. Social is social. Social is human. Social is people. So, you know, people want to feel like they know you before they give you money. But that's not to say you can't build a business, um, you know, without a personal brand. But if that's something you're open to, I always suggest you do both.
0: You're very right. I think even I liken this to you know when maybe we many of us started in the world of work, right? There yeah. were different things, and you know there you know there was a criteria for getting a job. There was a criteria mm-hmm. for getting employed, and that looked like you know one completing your GCSEs or YAC or whatever yeah. that high education exam was. That also looked like going to university and graduating for you to get yeah. a job, and so we had to do those things. Even though you will be sat in a particular lecture or a particular <laughs> class thinking, I really don't want to do this. So that's how I feel about yeah. socials right now. Yeah. Like, this is another yeah. world of work and this is another era. And this era has you know it, it requires you know something different. Um there's a different yeah. criteria to thrive in this era, this digital era, and that looks like showing up online. Be it your personal brand or your business brand, or like you said, which I'm just learning now as well from you, is that building the personal one first almost always pays off before you then go into building the business. So I'm guessing from my conclusion from what you said is basically that's super important. You almost, yes, it's possible not to, but you almost can't avoid it, I think is what you're saying.
1: Absolutely. You hit the nail on the head.
0: Yeah, no, such a good point. And I think it it, it feeds nicely into the next question that came to mind as you were speaking, which is mistakes that you see new business owners or personal brands Mm. making on Instagram. If you could sum up, even if it's the like top three or whatever comes to Mm. mind as like the blunders that people are making when they're launching, you know, I have a business idea. Now I'm taking social media. What mistakes are you seeing a lot that we should avoid?
1: You know, you know, the, my favorite part of this question, you telling me to summarize the theory because I was, I could sing a million songs. <laughs> I can sing a million songs, but, um, I feel like the major mistake, um, which, you know, will tie into everything and cascade down to whatever you're doing on social, is people just getting on social media without a strategy. Um, I always say this, it's like you going somewhere you don't know, um, You know the destination, right? You know the result you want to get, but you don't have the address and you're not using a map. You're definitely going to get lost. You're going to get frustrated. You're going to get tired. You're going to get exhausted and very likely you will give up. Your strategy Mm -hmm. is the set of choices that you make that gets you to um, where you would like to be. Think about it like this. If I'm getting on social, who are my competitors? What are they doing? What are they not doing? What learnings can I take from whatever it is they're doing? Who is my target audience? What does she do on social? What is her demography? What is her psychography? What, what type of accounts does she follow and why does she follow them? Where is the intersection of this? What's, what solution can I bring to this person? This is my audience persona. This is my target audience that will set me apart from others. How do I want to communicate to her? Um, what type of content does she resonate with? Am I meeting all content touch points, right? In, in the buyer journey and the map of how eventually making a purchase from me or, you know, making a purchasing decision, um, is my awareness stage tight, you know, where she's trying to decide the point of intention. What does that look like for me? What emotion is she fit? Is she feeling and how, what, what? solution can I bring to the problem she's feeling at that moment. So you want to think about all of that. You want to think about your content strategy. How consistent do I want to post on social? What do I want to post? Um, do I have a year long campaign plan? You know, how do I want to communicate with um communicate and convey um information like sales and my offers and xyz how am i showing up on social am i u- utilizing all the tools what kind of contents do i want to create you know it's 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 really deep it's really deep what objectives do i have what goals do i want to achieve because you can't just decide that i'm going to start posting because my friend is posting or my cousin has a business and all he does is post and he has got a result you don't know you know you don't know what what um research that this person has done you don't know the efforts that they put into engagement into conversions into community building you don't know how they look at their analytics you don't know the metrics they track so your strategy is going to all all of everything i have said right is information that is going to be in your strategy and i completely understand how overwhelming that can be when you're starting a new business i mean you just want to you just want to build right especially if you're not someone that's very social savvy you're just like what i mean guys why do i have to do this right but Mm -hmm. like i mentioned earlier that's the place of getting help i know um agencies even agencies like mine that offer one-off consultation and you know consistent support for three months um you know which looks like consultancy and strategy, not necessarily taking over the account from, from you. But even before you do all of that, you, you have to know who you're talking to and how you want to talk to them. Your brand has to have a tone. The best thing a social media manager can do is, or agency can do is work with the information you have given to them. If you do not have that information, you're setting them up to fail. And the yeah. thing is, they love social media managers and agencies that will just take your money and be like, oh, we'll figure it out, we'll figure it out. And then cool. in the end, you've, you know, wasted time, wasted money, yeah. and you have to square zero, you know. Yeah. So a strategy is one of the most important things. And the cool thing about it is that it's holistic, right? It encompasses everything you need to know. Uh, so I would say that that's one of the biggest mistakes I see them making. Another mistake is um people focusing on only social and not thinking of their marketing strategy as a whole. A lot of businesses, um, personal brands, product-based, uh, you know, e-commerce businesses make the mistake of forgetting to start building their mailing list early. Yes. Um, you know, they make the mistake of just focusing on TikTok, focusing on Instagram, but there comes, there's a point where that will play too. I'm going to be very, very, very honest. Social will play too, and you have to fix your strategy again. While you're doing that, mm-hmm. how are you still generating revenue? That's where other marketing touch points come in. Um, Are you working with influencers? Do you have collaborations? Do you create UGC content? Um, Are you doing stuff with email? So um, the, Based on everything I've said, the two mistakes are not having a strategy on social and not having a holistic marketing plan that encompasses social paid advertising, emails, and other things.
0: Yeah, very helpful. So you're basically saying before, you know, even when you have the thought, like, now I have my business, I want to Mm -hmm. start... The, the barest minimum at least is to have a, almost like a strategy, like a plan. Yeah. This is how I'm yes. going to, so this is why I'm posting, and this is yes. who I'm posting for, um, for this is what they yes. want to see, because I think that's where I tend to see, you know, again, people fall into the traps where it just seems like, oh, as long as I'm consistent, right, I just need to keep posting mm-hmm. every day, but mm-hmm. it's, it's not just about the consistency, it's about the quality yeah. of what you're sharing online as well. So, if you have an idea, yeah. I have my business, before even jumping to socials, it's almost... Okay, who is this business serving? Therefore, yes. I need to attract this person. Therefore, what does that look like in content? Yes. Does this person yes. like quotes? Do they like yes. tips? Do they like you know strategic breakdowns? Do they like videos? Yes. No, what no. Yes. So again, instead of just jumping straight into posting, I guess the idea here is that number one, you must plan and have a, a strategy for how you're going to attract people to your to your page. The second thing you mentioned yes. is to have yes. almost, I'm guessing, multi you know multi-channel plans right Mm -hmm. for the marketing which means okay yes it's not just about instagram if instagram breaks down which we've seen in the past (laughs) if instagram Mm -hmm. closes down today or it breaks down or it's off do i have another way to reach you know my audience like if i'm selling if i plan for example i plan to sell on black friday you know um i need to know that if instagram breaks down i can use my emails if my emails break down i can use something else yeah so those two mistakes i'll say Avoiding like not having a plan and avoiding sticking to only one platform and just letting that platform yes. be your, your all. <laughs> yes.
1: So, yes. Really I'm I actually going to add that one more thing I say business owners. Um, and you know, it's not necessarily a mistake, but I feel like it's something a lot of business owners, have, which I'm not being shady because I'm human. It happens to me as well, but a lot of us lack patience and, uh, Strength and um, grit to stick to Mm -hmm. it. It's not Mm -hmm. going to work in a day, like you said. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Overnight success takes ten years. Sometimes, (laughs) you know. So Mm -hmm. it's not. It's not. It's not. Even the people you look up to, the celebrities or the big influencers that are making it, they build their brand over time. Mr. Beast, who everybody talks about as the biggest YouTuber, has been on YouTube since twenty eleven you know so um, he put in yeah he legit put in the work to get to where he is so people have to be patient and understand that yes it's gonna get hard yes you're gonna feel like is what i'm doing if i'm working but the miracle and the overnight success is in the consistency and keeping at it regardless of xyz
0: no, that's so helpful. I like, know it's, it, it's, I mean, I'm not going to lie, it's, it's hard, right?
1: It <laughs> is. Show up, show up. So again,
0: that consistency, and I think that's also driven by your purpose, right? If you, if you know that, mm-hmm. well, I'm here because this business, God asked me to do this, or this is my purpose, mm-hmm. you know, this is my God-given purpose. And therefore, mm-hmm. even if one person shows up for the live, or even if one person engages, I'm still going to keep showing up. I think mm-hmm. when we start for the wrong reasons, that's when it's very easy if you feel like, well, I didn't really want to do this anyway, <laughs>
1: yeah. So yeah,
0: if my engagement is down, I'm going to throw the whole page away. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you're right in that again. Patience is actually an underrated strategy. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Think <to> it <laughs> through, like the patience to <laughs> be consistent. It's, it's underrated. Um, you're right. Okay, so I have one question as well, which is more strategic, um, and very mm. practical for people. I. Experience this, you know, a lot with business owners, um, with founders. When it comes to just their strategy, their long term growth strategy, people say, okay, I don't want to niche because I don't want to focus on a group of people because Mm. then I feel like I'm going to be sort of uh, you know excluding another group, right? So I don't want to focus on this Mm. small group. I don't want to miss out. I don't want to lose out on business. Do you advise for a brand new? So I'm brand new on the gram. I haven't done anything. Do you advise yes. that we niche and then expand later, or start big and then mm. niche later?
1: I'm always pro niche first, expand later. Um, okay. Niche first because you are just building trust. Niche first because you want people to understand that you know exactly who you're talking to, and I'll give uh, you know I'll give examples. If, for example, I'm a um health and wellness coach for ages fifty and above. Right yeah uh it's better for me to start like that, make sure that my communication conveys that, make sure that my bio, my keywords, the name um on my page conveys that because I want to reach them first, I want to gain their trust, I want them to know that I am here for them, and that's probably in most in most cases that's probably my um here area of greatest strength you want mm-hmm. to start. With your strength before you decide that you want to talk to everybody. So after like a year or two, I see that oh I have um I'm becoming an authority in the health and wellness sector for 50 year old I'm like, okay, Okay. um, I've done some certifications, I've done some learnings, and I have worked, you know, maybe I've done a beta test with like 40 years and 30 years. I can start pivoting my conversation. To be honest, you will most likely see a tiny deep in your engagement because you're not talking to your current audience anymore or you know you're you you're trying to have a mix and a balance but because you've already built a kind of audience and we know how the Instagram algorithm works right where you yeah. already have like maybe 3,000 4,000 5,000 10,000 followers it's easier yeah. for you to reach a wider audience of people yeah when you're just like I'm a I'm a health coach and I have 200 followers. Okay, yeah. do you know how many health coaches are on Instagram? What is going to yeah. set you up? Why should I trust you over someone that already has a hundred k and has maybe worked with uh, the Rock or Kevin Hart or somebody? Why Why should I trust you? You know, so yeah. you niching down is your way of um, showing your authority positioning mm-hmm. your expertise, growing your audience, growing your engagement, and then feel feel um you know feel free to eventually expand, and that's kind of what I did as well. I started with um you know the social media marketing aspect of myself slash personal brand, right? Mm-hmm. And I did that. I garnered my audience. I then I started noticing that I um I was attracting business owners and social media managers. So you know. Before I was talking to just social media and um, sorry to just business owners, then I started talking to both of them because I found out that you know it's time for me to expand, and this is the right time. And when I did that, because I already had an audience, it, um, it helped my content to reach more people. It helped my yeah. content to um expand. It helped me to grow my business and eventually, you know, position me as an expert in that niche to the point where I'm getting like brand partnerships with like the biggest brands, you know, getting speaking engagements and things yes. like that. So if I if I did not start from a niche and I just mm-hmm. came on social and be like, Oh, I'm talking to everybody today, I'm talking to business owners tomorrow, I'm talking to coaches next tomorrow, I'm talking to social media managers the day after I'm talking to Graphic designers, people don't know. People would not know where to look. And guess what? Yes. Half the time, when you're confused, and um, yeah, when you're confused, people can tell. There, there's someone on social that I, I mean, not someone. It has happened so many times that I unfollowed people for that reason. Mm-hmm. Yes. After you have built your brand, feel feel free to pivot. You have permission to, because at that point you've established authority, like I said, and. You know, you've your brand to the point where your audience engagement is consistent and relatively constant.
0: Yeah, so good, so helpful. It it's one of those arguments I don't think it's ever going to die. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And
1: everybody has on different on opinions. And
0: exactly, and I. Thing, something happened. There was a shift. I I'm pretty sure you would have noticed. But there was mm-hmm. a shift between I would say between twenty twenty two and twenty twenty three or mm-hmm. even like after COVID. Yeah, let me just say 2022-2023 where there was a new school of thought around, oh, you are the brand, you are the niche, you know, just do Mm -hmm. what you want to do, be yourself on Mm -hmm. social media and your audience (laughs) will form. And I think that kind of came from TikTok and then it spilled over into Instagram. Instagram, And I think a lot of business owners are then, you know, maybe, maybe confused around, okay, well, some people are saying don't niche, some people are saying niche. And I always say, like, for me personally, I've never seen... I've never seen, no matter the industry, no matter the product, the service, yeah. I've never seen yeah. niching down work against somebody, at least till date. Yeah. And I've never seen, just like you mentioned, I've never seen somebody who was almost a brand new account or brand and almost like mm-hmm. a scatter, scatter brain or scatter brand. I've never yeah. seen them grow really quickly or or, or at least yeah. monetize quickly enough. Yeah. Um, They'll they take you much longer. So I'm glad that you, I wasn't sure, so I put the question as a <laughs> question because I wasn't sure what your own school of thought
1: was. So I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad you're there I, you I feel like the smartest marketer's is- know yeah. that this is the way to go because yeah. we have seen it time and time again we've seen it from experience we've seen yeah. it from studying from research because even even um big brands right see and i i always use Fancy's example because mm-hmm. she's super smart she started with i don't i don't remember i think it was makeup right and then mm-hmm. when she saw that she was becoming an authority in that she went yes. to um luxury. You know yeah. that and and that way she's she she's talking to women, right yes. It was just that she niched down to makeup first and then she niched down to luxury. and I'm sure she has a ton of other things in the world now she has done maternity yes. right yes. and stuff like that. So um it's okay to pivot after you know what you're doing after you built the brand and yeah, and that's why we've got in um social yes.
0: proof, social proof. basically. In fact, one could argue that her niche started from music first. Yep, and then it was like when she built that brand, she then started to. So you're right. She then started to expand. Even like you know, at the beginning of our conversation, we talk about Kim, and it was mm-hmm. first of all building that reality star brand, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. obviously perfume, underwear, and app, and all yeah. of that. So yeah, it, it's it's easier and it's probably smarter to start small, compete mm-hmm. small, and then um you know kind of grow. Okay, so that's great mm-hmm. and that's super useful. Do you yeah. think that Right now, based on mm. your experience, perhaps even with your clients, because I feel like you're best to advise on this. Is Instagram dead? <laughs> Should we all be on TikTok? <laughs> like, let's be honest, because I'm, I mean, I've started a new, so I started a new brand this yeah. year, separate to yeah. my personal brand, and even on my own personal brand. It's really been a struggle, like growing, and least mm. compared to how fast I was growing, say, 2020, 2021. Mm. So, like, mm. the last year, and you have versus TikTok, where, yeah. Wants them to be growing much faster with minimal effort.
1: So I want to know <laughs> what's your take on this. I think even now people would argue with you and, and say something like TikTok is also dead. Because mm-hmm. see, this is the science of all these social platforms. <laughs> they come with um so much uh, what's it called bars and pizzazz and everybody's like, oh, this is where we need to be this is where we need to be but like everything the more people the less engagement the more people the less um option to go viral so first i would say instagram is not dead but i definitely acknowledge that instagram of 2020 is not the same as instagram of now right Mm -hmm. instagram of now requires like double the effort Mm -hmm. than what you had to do in 2020 but i feel like this um this shift or um, downward um, spiral that people are mm-hmm. feeling is because in the pandemic, we we're all home. It was popping. Um, people yes. did not know <laughs> what was going to happen to their lives. They didn't know if they were going to have yeah. jobs again. So they were investing in coaches. They were spending so much time on social they were trying their hands on different things. And now, low key, everybody's back to their lives and just trying to, you know, survive out there. When they have time, they come on Instagram. So you can't compare the daily active users of Instagram mm-hmm. then to Instagram now. No. Also, um, yeah, also um, acknowledging the fact that daily, more people get on this platform. And like I said, the more people, the less engagement, the less opportunities to go viral, the more competition and stuff like that. So, and that's exactly what is happening with TikTok now at the moment. TikTok mm-hmm. has low key plateaued, and they are pushing new features like the shop and ads yes. and things like that. So, Instagram is not dead. TikTok is not dead either. But mm-hmm. there is no platform that is the low lift platform anymore. Even with more. TikTok, right, it's not as low list as you think because people are now going into like you you the people you're competing with are going into like better storytelling, more mm-hmm. uh you know better video quality, um yeah uh, getting UGC creators to create content for them if mm-hmm. you're product based businesses, a uh, product based business posting twice a day you know so mm-hmm. nothing is no lift anymore you personally just have to decide where you want to put your efforts and where your audience um live. you know i'm always for having an omni-channel strategy so do tiktok do instagram do facebook do threads do whatever as long as it makes sense for you so you know if you are like oh this is too much i cannot be everywhere choose the platform that your audience spends the most time. When you have more range and capacity, choose the next best platform. Uh, when you have more time or you're outsourcing, pick the third one. But I, I always suggest you start somewhere. And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm of the school of thought that no platform is dead. It just requires yeah. more effort. And the mistake I see a lot of people making and speaking as a social media manager is something I have to always push back with my clients. People don't experiment all and that's Mm. something i do on my page you will see me post everything you'll see me and by everything i don't mean getting out of my my core messaging right yeah but trying new video formats trying new editing styles trying um keyword rich captions trying hashtags trying, yeah. taking taking a break to see what that looks like, trying posting consistently or posting twice in a day. So you have to experiment and keep long, see what mm. has worked, see what has not worked. For me, I noticed that the things that make me blow up, that made it look like I went viral, is majorly my educational carousels and some mm. of my reels. So my reels that, my short reels that are like six seconds, right, but with yeah. long captions. So things like that increase watch time, and that was it was a test that I ran, I saw that it worked, and it worked again, and it worked again. And I had a video hits one million, I had one in six hundred, I had one in three hundred k, just from experimenting and seeing that that works. I've had a carousel that had a, that brought in over a thousand followers because I wow. just tested more, you know, keywords in my um in my post and stuff like that. And we know that now Instagram keyword um search is very what's that is very sharp so yeah. the 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 bigger your this your the what's it called the typography or your design is and the more um relevant the words are the more you're likely to show up on the explore the more you're likely to find your people the more like you're likely for your content to come up in search so if you don't experiment how would you know all of this you know yeah. so people people are quick to say platform is dead without trying everything and by trying everything where people always get me wrong is oh this girl she blew up with reels then i have to start doing reels. you have (laughs) to decide what makes sense you know you have to decide what makes sense for you in the end you want to create content that still sparks joy but is um you know but also still makes sense for your audience and to them you know so that's basically my two cents regarding that it's not that you just need to try sadly
0: yeah, so it's really building the consistency, experimenting. Um, experimenting. In fact I saw this
1: post the other day.
0: Someone said, Oh, how often? I think, how often should I post on Instagram? And so the person responded mm-hmm. and said, Um, so someone's asking an expert, one of you know, a social media expert basically. And so she was like, Well, yeah. if you think about it this way, if you post once a week, it's going to take you mm. maybe. Twelve weeks, for example, right? Mm-hmm. To find out what is working mm-hmm. and what's not working. Yep. But if you post mm-hmm. three times a week or five times a week, yeah. right, it will take yeah. you two weeks, right? Yeah. So two and a half yeah. weeks. So some of these things are also like logical reasoning, basically. <laughs> like mm-hmm. you have mm-hmm. to experiment. You need enough content to kind of test what works. Um. Yeah. And also, I love the point that you made. You said because they're just more active users. So practically speaking, yeah. you know, the chances of going viral, the chances of, you know, a huge reach per post, yeah. that's also dropping, right? So the chance of reaching yeah. more people, that's also dropping because more people are on there. So there's more competition and yeah. all of that. So yeah, I think for exactly. anyone listening, it's, it's really a point of encouragement as well in that, you know, yes, it's taking some time, but it's just not what it used to be in the past. So even a lot yeah. of accounts, I think, where you see accounts that have grown to like a million, k, you look at the mm-hmm. fact that they started posting maybe like twenty sixteen, right? Yes, um, you know, and so the bulk of the followers they have now, the audience and the community, was actually grown in that time, maybe between twenty sixteen to twenty twenty, and they're probably also facing, I think, I I would I would say and correct me if I'm wrong that some of the huge accounts are also facing a drop in engagement, as in compared to what they had everybody.
1: before.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. everybody is. So that's like just the encouragement for anybody that's listening. Start like I'm always a fan of go out there, just start. You know, show up for one, you yeah. show for a thousand, and and that will kind of pay off. So Instagram isn't there, TikTok isn't there, like Threads, everything works. Yeah. It's just you have to work yeah. it. Um. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we have just one more question in fact no two more i'll be i'll be cheeky but let me ask the first one um dealing with comparison so this is more of a touchy one Mm. um dealing with comparison when you start your business and you're on there you know you're small you're growing you're seeing everybody else do well how do you deal Mm. with that
1: Uh, what if i said i'm still dealing with that i feel like let's learn from the experience (laughs) I feel like all of us, you know, as, we're human, right? You know, you try to focus on yourself but you would definitely feel like somebody is doing better than you. Even if they're not. Because like I always say, social media is is a highlight reel, right? It's a facade. You're seeing what people yep. want you yeah, you're seeing what they want you to see, ideally. So, um if I want you to feel like I have a successful business, I can say, Oh I hit six figures in two days. You know, and you know, you probably that's not true, but you, you're going to be getting headaches and feeling sad that, oh my gosh, yep. she's in my <laughs> niche and she hits six figures, blah, blah, blah. I have learned. You know what? It's one thing that put the, this thing in perspective for me. I was talking to an industry leader and I don't know, mm. she just came to my DMs. I feel like she she just felt like talking and she was going on and on about how she inflates her figures. In my head, I'm like, I did not ask. But it puts so yeah. many things in perspective for me that don't believe everything you see. Wow. And sometimes even when you see those six figures, it's not profits. People yeah. have like crazy overheads and things like that. Yeah. Don't, don't just this me personally, I just focus on myself and run my race and then set goals for myself. When I hit those goals, I pat myself on the back, tell myself I'm proud of my, I'm proud of me and even if those goals are less than what this person say that they have done, it's I'm only focusing on myself. I it's a, it's an yes. audience of one, you know. I yes. it's it's what matters to me is I am building a sustainable business. I am happy. Yep. Um, I have time to live life, right? And um, you know, I'm I'm delivering quality service. The first day I was talking to one of my mentees, and I told her that one of my cores and something that will always be my core is To build a sustainable business, a business that will be relevant in 20 years. Um, I'm sure you know, in 2020 to 2021, 2022, a lot of people build businesses based on the pandemic boom and the fact that people were very gullible and they were investing in everything. Now they have crashed, yes, yes, and now most of those people have crashed and they've pivoted to maybe like being influencers or something because. It was not the expressives. They were just making money and they did not focus on building something sustainable. I prefer, honestly, the virality is nice because it brings followers and then brands like to see followers. But I prefer not to go viral because then I have a consistent flow of leads that are coming Mm -hmm. in monthly than having like 20 leads that may or may not be ideal. And then I'm getting anxiety and I'm feeling feeling overwhelmed. (laughs) You know, so... Personally, trust me, I deal with comparison by knowing that I am the audience of one. In that moment yeah. when I feel like I'm comparing myself, I have something on in my office and I'm looking at it right now. I printed it from Instagram from one blog, and it says that constantly learning that if I don't fill my mind with prayer, I feel it with anxiety, worry, comparison mm-hmm. and resentment. So every time I have that feeling, I just look up and I start praying. And I'm just Fill my mind with gratitude. I know that when I am in a attitude of gratitude, I have better mood. I am more fun to be around. I'm happier. You know, I'm not in a mood. I am more creative. So why would I do what is going to waste my time? Make me yeah. sad. Make me lose hours mm. and not do anything to me. You know, yes. so I, I, I learned the hard way because I really used to compare myself. I'm not even going to lie. I learned the hard way, um, but I, I, I feel, no, I'm certain I'm in a better place because I focused on myself as yep. the competition and the competition with me from 2022, not XYZ yes. right now, you know, and yes. and it has really, really changed my perspective.
0: I wish, I actually wish this was the last question because it's, <laughs> you know, the answer was incredible, like powerful in so many different ways. Yeah. I have one more question, but I just yeah. want to kind of steal in your answer a bit. I was saying I wish it was yeah. the last because one, you touched on, you know, praying because that reminds you of yeah. who you are, who you are in Christ. and ways. But two, you know, you said in competition with yourself, I think for me as well mm-hmm. in business, everything completely changed when I started comparing myself. So I started comparing to who I was last month, who I was six months mm-hmm. ago, you know, where my business mm-hmm. was, or oh, how much money, even down to, because yes, income matters, you know, because you're growing your business, yes. right? But how much was I making this time mm-hmm. last month, this time I, last mm-hmm. year, or even like January you know, to, you know, quarter on quarter. So comparing quarter on quarter so yeah. to March or April, whatever, 2022 to January to April now, you know, that yeah. is just so much more rewarding right yep versus you know i started to look at accounts that were maybe even for lack of a better word like triggering me yeah. right so I was
1: thinking, yeah but i don't mm-hmm. even know their mm-hmm.
0: costs i don't know I, how don't. Long <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how long they've been in business like through and through and i i don't know how i don't know what's going on in the back end all i see is their figures and i see that okay they're also yeah. a business coach and consultant mm-hmm. and they're sharing all of this information look at how much they're making but i don't know what goes on behind the scenes i don't know how much is spent on ads So many different things, right? Yeah. Those were the things that used to trigger me.
1: Yeah. If it's okay, I also want to mention that you also have to take into account um a lot of other factors. For example, Mm -hmm. right, someone that is probably married to someone else Mm -hmm. that makes six figures. Who hit six figures faster? Because maybe they don't have a lot of expenses, or maybe they um they don't have a lot of bills, or maybe you know they are um, VC funded, you know, or maybe they they're not saving for their kids' college and they can inflate their lifestyle and all of that. So it's basically um what you said. You don't know what is going on behind the scenes. You have no idea. I. The another issue I used to have is, oh, I used to feel like I'm not working hard enough because I have kids, so my my mm-hmm. schedule is different. I'm not grinding, I'm not hustling. I have to take a step <laughs> back. I'm like, girl, <laughs> you better take a chill pill. You know, yeah. why am I working this hard? Because I want to be there for these kids. So why do I want to put so much mm-hmm. I pressure myself out and mm-hmm. work for too long? And then mm-hmm. you know, I'm making money, but my major goal my assignments the gifts that God has given to me is neglected, you know, which is Mm -hmm. the children. So Mm -hmm. I really, really had to put a lot of things in perspective for myself. A lot of um business owners I was comparing myself with, some of them were single, they could afford to work with till 5 a.m. They could afford not to take breaks. You know, I was building a business when I was heavily pregnant. People were not I mean not a lot of people were pregnant at that moment. I was just like, you know what, girl, just relax, right? you are
0: yeah. and, and run your own race you know yes yes running your own race and like you said just yeah, like you're not aware you know what parameters yeah. are in place for all the different people that you might be looking at and so just compare yourself to yourself because that's the only person that you know the parameters behind you know that mm-hmm. last mm-hmm. month i said i was going to show up five times a week i didn't do it you know this month i'm yeah. going to do better last month i said i was going to do this i didn't do this this month i'm going to do better so you're right in saying you know Basically, audience of one. Okay, so yeah. final point, final question. Thank you so much, um, Tomis, and This has been super helpful. I have one more question, Thank and it's you. very <laughs> similar to the niche, <laughs> to the niche point. Um, and I want to ask you because it, again, it's a very common question. Now, yeah. starting brand new, launching, how important is it to get like logo, business, um, and logo, website, all of these things right at the beginning? Do you feel mm. like, especially because now there's so much competition it's important to do that first? Or do you feel like people can still get away with almost like something good, but it doesn't have to be mm. perfect that first time around? What are your thoughts on this? I'm
1: a Very pro do it first, perfect it later. That's, that's my core. Maybe because I'm an <laughs> overthink thinker and I would not even do it except it's perfect. So I had to <laughs> retrain my mind to get to the, do it, do it, just do it, do it, do it. You'll make it perfect <laughs> later. And that's something I'm currently struggling with right now, um, in all transparency with my YouTube, because I want to start YouTube. But I'm like, oh my God, I need to get these slides. I need to do this. I need to... But no. I really, I don't. I just need to use <laughs> my phone and start. And eventually, I can make it perfect. If I am being very honest, my agency right now is doing pretty good. We have a team that works with us, and we don't have a website. We've never had a website, never. Mm. Every lead that has come has come through. You know, we have um a is it, are those called CRMs like HoneyBook yes. right? Yeah. That yeah. you know, yeah, that we get the field of form and whatever. I mean, it's not it's not a good thing. So I say everything I said. It, like, "You're saying it like it's a good thing. It's not a good thing." <laughs> but I did it. Um, before it became perfect. If I was waiting to do a website that old before yeah. I started um, my agency, I probably would not have gotten it done. So mm-hmm. yes, it's, it's especially if you're an e-commerce business, you need a website because how else are people going to buy, right? You don't yes. want your purchasing <laughs> process to be cumbersome. <laughs> and People are DMing yes. you to ask for price and stuff like that, right? But if you're a personal brand, for example, Right now, you you most likely may not need a logo. Maybe you need a landing page, a simple landing page that you can build in Kajabi or Flowdesk or Thinkific, yes. one of those platforms. Maybe that's what you need. And, you know, as you grow, you can brand and get a logo, which is something we'll do next year, so you get don't judge me. But, you know, as you grow, you can get a logo, you can get a website. If you're an influencer, uh, you have to mm. have a media kit. That, as someone who has worked with a lot of influencers, partnerships and relationships, um, that sets you apart because, you know, it gives us more information about you, your audience, your rates, you know, usage rights, ETC and, and stuff like that. But when it comes to starting from the beginning, building a personal brand, even pitching, it's better to just mm-hmm. start and, you know, continue to iterate whatever you have until it's perfect. So I'm very pro start first. These things are important, but they are not the most important, honestly.
0: gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Because that's always a bone of contention. Like, oh, I'm working on, you know, if I had a dollar for every time I hear, oh, I just want to quickly finish my website. I want to make sure it's perfect. Mm. I want to create a lot. And I'm like, well, (laughs) if you have this website and there's no one visiting the website, because there's no traffic, then it's counterproductive. Mm -hmm. So very, very nice that you kind of share. if you're listening to this, You know, um, Tommy Sin said, "Start first. You know, you can get perfect later. Do it right, do it well. Don't obviously no shoddy work, but you can perfect it. Yeah, you can perfect it later. So start with, you know, being resourceful. Canva, Kajabi, Mm Flowdesk—all these are simple tools that you can use to create something that's good enough to get started. This has been so good, so so so. Thank you, same.
1: I had the best time."
0: <laughs> and thank you for making the time for us. Like I know that you're busy and I know how much work you do, you know, with 26 oh, digital. So thank you for even sharing the knowledge with us. Where can people find you? What resources do you have? You know, how can mm-hmm. we just leverage um, you know, you further?
1: Okay, awesome. So um I am on Instagram at uh, the Tommy C Smith. Um, the agency's Instagram, if you need our services, is 26 the number dots digital so two six dot digital i have a mailing list where i share um scopes and tips and um you know personal and agency and social updates um i have a content calendar template that will make your process simpler and easier and it's a notion it looks good it's great for client approvals i also offer um consultations and one-off strategies for new businesses, existing businesses, we want to update their strategy and one-on-one consultations as well for people who want to step into a social creation or influencer management partnership or become okay. an influencer. Yeah. So um, that's it. And I look forward to connecting with everybody. And I really, really, really appreciate you. Me. This was amazing
0: thank you again for everyone who's listening if you look in the show notes you'll see all of Tommy's details her handle links any links that she said or she's spoken about on the um, podcast will be nicely linked in the show notes so just take a look and you know connect with tomison thank you so much <music>